Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the final hour on this Meet Friday. It's going to be busy. Brandel Chambly, Golf Channel, fired up. John Rahm defecting. Also, we have Rob Gronkowski joining us. It's a Meet Friday just went out and inspected the uh, Traeger Grills, the French dip sandwiches, smoked macaroni salad, sweet potato fries. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. Sunday night, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles take on Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. It is a big game. Sunday at 7 Eastern on NBC. And Peacock, final hour poll question is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Let me update you, Dan, from uh, hours one and two. All right. We had uh, first hour, we went with a John Rom poll question. If uh, How much more interested are you in Live Golf now that John Rom is on board? Uh, unfortunately, 88% say not really very much more interested. Okay. Uh, and then we have, if you could choose... Uh, you would put Shohei Otani on the Angels, Blue Jays, Dodgers, or Giants. Right now, it's Blue Jays, Dodgers, Giants, Angels, in that order. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what's poll question what are, for the final hour? Why do you think more people want the Blue Jays now? I don't know. Like why, why do people all of a sudden today, people are like, oh, no, I, I, you know what? I want them on the Blue Jays. That is the most natural destination. Let's get them on the Blue Jays. That's where I want them. The only thing I can figure out is it's East Coast. He'll be playing the Yankees and Red Sox on a regular basis. You're going to be able to see his highlights. you see his games instead of West Coast. And he could be playing in playoff games. Yes, Marv? I think also people have been saying, Blue Jays, Dark Horse? And so now people are kind of like, oh, I, I guess the Blue Jays are. Yeah. The Drake effect. I think it's more a people want to be right. Effect. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I called. Yeah, that. I, I told you. I told as I told you Friday. <laughs> that's where he was going. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm hearing. Dark horse. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Patriots uh, did the wrong thing. They won last night. They're now 3-10. and 10. And uh, dropping uh, out of the mix, I think, for the top two picks right now. And the uh, Steelers, they were 7-4 and four two weeks ago. They're now 7-6. and six. Oh, the Patriots have the second pick still. So they, they could afford an, another win. Isn't that sound strange? You guys can have one more win, and then that's it. You don't want to be losing out on one of those two top draft picks. But the Steelers now 7-6 and six after losing those two games at home to bad teams. Uh, Pacers over the Bucks. Uh, Lakers dominate the Pelicans, the in-season tournament. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. Download the app if you haven't done so. And pick up a batch of the uh, Tailgate Moonshine. It's peppermint bark just in time for the holidays. It tastes great. Uh, we'll talk to Rob Gronkowski in about uh, 20 minutes from now. We bring in Brandel Chambly, Golf Channel, lead studio analyst. The level of surprise when you heard that John Rahm was defecting to the Live Tour. Uh, not high at all. I mean, the rumors have been rampant for a couple of weeks. Uh, so if you go by the rumors, not at all. But if you go by his comments, what, over the last year and a half or so, where he was where he was adamant that uh, he wouldn't leave for live, that he had pledged his fealty to the PGA Tour and said that it wouldn't even be a smart thing for him to do at this point in his career. I'd say there are a lot of people that were surprised that weren't uh, keeping up with the rumors as of late. Why is the Live Tour still acquiring golfers and somebody <clears throat> for $500 million? I guess after the proposed merger and the wording in it that uh, uh, didn't allow them to recruit players or poach from either side by both parties, uh, the Department of Justice, their antitrust division, were they were concerned about the wording in it. And uh, so both parties got rid of that wording, which opened the door. But really, I think the reason Liv did this was it was more a reminder the PGA Tour who was recruiting private equity over the last couple of months, and that was well known. I think more than anything, it was just a reminder to the PGA Tour of who really still had the hammer. Uh, you know, lives in the in the more dominant position here. They've got $32 trillion worth of oil underneath that sand, uh, and they're not going anywhere. I've said before, <clears throat> after the initial merger, and I tried to get my arms around it, Dan, you know, once, once I, I got to a point where I thought I understood it well enough, I thought, and I said this, that this, that the second worst thing that could happen to the PGA Tour was this, was if this merger went through. And the worst thing that could happen to the PGA Tour was if this merger didn't go through. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if John Rahm got to the point where it's like, um, all right, there might be a merger. They're going to pay me $500 million or whatever. The PGA Tour kind of went behind our back to try to do this merger. I I was a good soldier with Rory and fought for the PGA Tour. And now I can't turn down this money. And everybody else has kind of taken the slings and arrows before him that he can sort of go there. Uh, but, I mean, does that sound logical in, in your mind? Absolutely. Uh, I, I think the whole, well, not the whole, but a lot of the professional golf world has kind of got something like the Stockholm Syndrome uh, with, with Liv now. And I think it can go right back. You pointed to the absolute right spot after that June 6th proposed merger. Uh, I feel like a lot of people that were defending the PGA Tour, thinking they were on the right side of it, 
changed their position. They felt like they had been betrayed. They lost trust in the PGA Tour. Zach Johnson, the captain of the Ryder Cup team, even picked Brooks Kepka, who had not qualified uh, for the Ryder Cup, uh, to be on the Ryder Cup team. <clears throat> so I think sort of the trickle-down theory of the PGA Tour seemed to be doing business with people that they had previously harshly criticized opened the door to uh, everybody to make a move, something like this. What is golf going to look like? What's the PGA Tour going to look like in two years? Three years? <clears throat> well, I hope the lived deal goes through now. Uh, it, it's, it's obvious the best thing for the PGA Tour. And if it goes through, it remains to be seen whether live lives or not. Uh, if it doesn't, it, it looks like ROM was the strategic play that Liv needed to make to bring this merger together because each side has something the other side wants. Uh, obviously, the PGA Tour would like an infusion of money, but <clears throat> Liv looks at the PGA Tour and that what they see is a seat at the table, legitimacy, uh, legacy. Uh, every every one of the 50 million golfers in the world uh, knows about the history of the PGA Tour. Uh, they have the respect and recognition of commercial entities, broad commercial entities, whereas there's a lot of pushback for <clears throat> Saudi Arabia involvement in some of those avenues. So Saudi Arabia gets an immediate seat at the table and the respect and recognition of partnering with uh, uh the single best golf entity in the world. So they both have something that they want. So if it, if it comes together, I think golf is better off. If it doesn't, then you're going to have this never ending competition between live and the PGA tour, which, you know, sadly it's hard to imagine how live loses here. The governor of live is Yasser Aramayan, who is well-educated, very clever, uh, very charming, and can be quite intimidating, and he loves golf. Talking to Brando Chambly, Golf Channel lead studio analyst. Uh, if you had a camera on Rory McIlroy yesterday, when he heard the news, what do you think it oh, would have looked like or sounded like? He probably shook his head, uh, you know. But I listened to Rory's remarks yesterday, and I thought they were they were spot on. Uh, you know, he, he said he's going to miss competing against. Uh, John Rahm, he said that, you know, he's immensely talented. All those things, you know, no doubt are true. I'm going to miss watching John Rahm play. Uh, but I heard I heard people and I read people who said that this was devastating to the PGA Tour. Uh, I think that's hyperbole. Uh, it would be devastating if Tiger went to live. It would be devastating if Rory went to live. It'd be devastating if Jordan Spieth went to live. I just listened to the poll question answered by your audience. Uh, 88% not really interested in Rom going to live. The fact is there are very few golfers in the world that move the needle and compel people to buy a ticket just to go see them. Yeah. Very through, very few. You ask the executives that run golf around the world, and it is Tiger, Rory, and Jordan Spieth. Before Phil left, it was Phil. But there's Brooks Kepka, there's DJ, there's Phil, there's Cameron Smith. All of those stars didn't compel or galvanize audiences to watch Live last year. So I, I, I agree with your audience, 88% of your audience. I don't think Rob's going to have uh, a huge impact on galvanized people to watch a product that is inferior. Yeah, why don't they play four rounds? I mean, that's stupid. Dan, why don't they play four rounds? 
why don't they have a qualified school, a feeder tour? Uh, why don't they have a cut? Yeah. Uh, the, all of those things would give more legitimacy Absolutely. to the events Absolutely. than them buying these stars. Absolutely. They would have the best players. You know, for the, for the PGA Tour to compete with Liv, they would have to bring in private equity. This is the pickle they're in because they'd have to bring in private equity to lock up players, sign them to contracts. But private equity, unlike the Saudis, would want to make a profit, so they wouldn't sign these players for these huge contracts. The Saudis are playing the long game, and they're trying to diversify their economy, and they're looking several decades down the road where they absolutely are desperate to diversify their economy. So they'll lose in the early goings of this to gain in the long term. Private equity is never going to make a deal like that. So live upper hand here in the negotiations before i let you go this uh rollback with the golf ball i was watching the uh, dp world golf tour and there was an amateur who hit a drive 410 yards and there was downhill but everybody else was hitting like 343 he still hit it 60 yards past everybody five percent doesn't mean anything to these players five percent means something to me if you want to yeah. really make an impact roll that ball back 20 percent and then maybe, maybe they get back to playing these golf courses the way they're meant to be played. Your thoughts? Well, you know, the number of professional golfers in the world is 10,000, roughly speaking. There's 50 million golfers. That, that equates to 0.0003% of the golfers that play the game at the highest level. And a very small percentage of them hit it 300-plus yards. Certainly, they don't carry it. The average carry on the PGA Tour this year was 284 yards. So the USGA and the RNA are making a decision that will hurt 98, 99% of the golfers in that they will have to absorb the cost of the R&D of this new golf ball. Uh, professional golfers don't pay for golf balls. <laughs> and, and they will, to your point, Dan, they will so quickly recoup this lost distance of this golf ball. They'll, they'll do it like that. They will literally do it like that. You look at the distance gauge, huge distance gauge that Padraig Harrington made at 49 years old. Phil Mickelson made at 49 years old. Stuart Sink made at 49 years old. Cameron Tagali made, and scores of others. You look at those huge distance gains, and they will be compelled to do that. Meanwhile, you, me, we will all lose 5, 10 yards or so on every tee shot and almost every single approach shot. Yeah, I didn't have that 5 or 10 to lose, Brandel. I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't either. I can hear my balls land almost now. <laughs> uh, great to talk to you again, and uh, thanks for joining us, bud. Always a pleasure, Dan. Take care. Brandel Shambly, Golf Channel lead studio analyst. I thought he was composed. I thought he might be a little more fire and brimstone. Maybe it's just, all right, whatever. A couple of phone calls here. Brian in South Carolina. Hi, Brian. Hey, Dan, how are you doing? Hey, bud. I think that Booger and RG3 are missing uh, one component, and I really appreciate your transparency. You're always transparent and consistent, so I want to ask you a question. Okay. Where did you have FSU after Jordan Travis went down? After he went down immediately from the next two to three weeks, where would you have put FSU in the top 25? I don't do rankings, but I did say that the college football playoff committee made a mistake by keeping them in the top four. When he went down, I thought you have, a, you have them at five, and then there's a chance they get in. 
When you have them at four, that's when people have a problem. Like, now you're going to take them out? You know, they didn't lose a game. They didn't look good. Um, you know, what I'd like to have seen their backup quarterback have a chance to do something, you know, legendary, uh, historical, lead them into a national title, a national title game. Yes, I love that. But if you're saying the best teams, and I know I keep repeating myself, and I'm going to continue because it's what I believe. When somebody asks me, then I'll tell you. You can't tell me Florida State today is better than Georgia. You, you just can't. Now, Alabama's in because they won. Washington has been a great team start to finish, and they have a Heisman finalist, and they have a great wide receiver, and Texas might be the best team in football right now. I just – Georgia has a beef. In, in my opinion, back-to-back national titles, won 29 in a row, lost to Alabama on a, a neutral site by three. Yes, Eden. Is there a certain, uh, like, naivete uh, with the, hey, Florida State's undefeated, they should get in? Yeah. Yes, it feels that, okay. It's just not the reality. It's just not the way that it works. And is it unfair? Yeah, absolutely. But that's not the way that college football is not set up to be fair. Yeah, I, there's nothing fair about college football. There, there's never been anything fair about college football. I mean, there's certain schools that stayed up for a variety of reasons. Recruiting, edge, uh, payola. I mean, a lot of things here. Hoarding all the great players, not letting other teams have these players, keeping them for at least three years. You can't transfer. You'd have to sit out a year. I mean, there's nothing fair about it. We would like to understand the rules. Well, nobody wrote down the rules. That's why when you have 13 people, it's open to interpretation. And that's all this was. They, and the analogy I use is, if Roger Goodell could somehow say the winner of the NFC South is not going to host a playoff game, then he would do it. He can't. The committee had the opportunity to say, we need teams that are going to believe their team can win, they'll travel to the bowl game, maybe two bowl games, and that these are representative of the best teams in college football, and the games are going to be competitive. Yes, Paul. One thing that did bother me after Florida State got pulled out of the playoffs, there were some analysts, not us, but some that said, Florida State can't win the national title. Florida State can't beat Michigan in round one. I don't like that. Don't go that extreme. I say it's unlikely because Jordan Travis is out. But you know, Florida State, their defense could pitch a shutout. And, and the Michigan's not a high-flying scoring team. They actually match up pretty well against Michigan. Mm-hmm. We didn't say anything like that. We didn't say Florida State couldn't beat Michigan. We said their chances are much less likely because of the Travis injury. Yeah, I never say no. I say low. Like the, the percentage, you know, low chance. But they, they do have a chance. They would have a chance. That defense is wonderful. And I have nothing against Florida State. People think this is personal. It's personal to you, not to me. My job is just to sort through this stuff, to talk to people, to talk to a source, you know, and they gave me, you know, sort of the backdrop of how this came to be. Yeah, Marv. And I think Florida State just caught a bad break because if this was last year, they would have been in. Or if it was the year before, they would have been in. They would have been in before Cincinnati and TCU. They just caught a bad break this year. I think that was it. All right, we'll take a break. Rob Gronkowski will join us. Also, the MMWGOTW, the most must-win game of the weekend. We'll have that for you coming up. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. Per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs, 
than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. And they're from Orange County. Mercedes-Benz Holiday Love Celebration is here. Incredible offers with exceptional vehicles that you're bound to love. Learn more at mbusa.com slash special offers. All right, uh, Rob Gronkowski, he's got his own bowl game. Rob won four Super Bowls, uh, three with New England, one with Tampa Bay. And uh, the uh, Gronk Bowl, actually it's called the L.A. Bowl, hosted by Gronk at SoFi Stadium. That'll be UCLA Boise State, Boise State, on uh, December 16th. Gronk joins us now. Ooh, look at the backdrop there. You got a lot of fun things in the office there. What's the coolest thing you have there? Uh, The best thing in my office, I would say, is definitely the three New England Patriots Super Bowl replica trophies. They're not the real Vince Lombardi trophies, but they're replicas. And it's the three that I won with New England. And the one I won with Tampa is down in my crib uh, down in Florida. So it's definitely the best thing in here. Every time someone comes through my house, a friend, a family member, uh, whoever it is, they're always in awe whenever they see these trophies. And they always ask. Is this the real one? And then I always say yes. And then I always trick them like 10 seconds later. And then they look for the dent. Dan, they look for the dent. Then, and they're like, no, this isn't the real one. So i got to put a dent in the one that, that has the dent um, over at the Patriots Hall of Fame. But uh, then I trick them. I'm like, they're not the real one. Uh, it's They're just replicas. But they love them. When's the last time you talked to Brady? Uh, I actually talked to him yesterday. And he sent me some highlights um, of us in the playoffs, which was really cool because uh, I actually saw some highlights of us on Instagram about two weeks ago, and I was like, dang, we were legit. We were legendary, <laughs> that's for sure. And, uh, wait, wait, me. Grunt, did you forget? I kind of forgot, you know. I'm so busy running around doing all the stuff, doing the analysts for Fox and stuff, and wow, when I see the highlights, man, I think we were top, we were the top dogs, man. No one did it better than us. I swear, man. We were on fire. That's for sure. Okay, Kelsey and Mahomes. They're legit. Then you know you can't take away anything from them. But you know, I think Brady and Gronk just sounds a little bit better, man. It has a better <laughs> ring to it. <laughs> what if it was a fight, an actual fist fight, you and Brady versus Mahomes and Kelsey? Oh my gosh. Oh man. Everyone always tries to compare us, you know, us two versus them two or Travis versus myself. And everyone always takes a different angle, but all right, I'm going to answer. I mean, you asked, so, you know, I think we'll take them down. I think we'll win. I mean, <laughs> Hey, but is Tom a good fighter? We're hey, Tom's a dog. Right, Tom's a dog. And you know something? I saw what he said on his podcast the other day with LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah, I got up. I, you know, he said it this way. I wasn't a, I got up from every single hit. And I got to agree with that. And, uh, you know, the rules started softening a little bit at the right time for Tom Brady. When he started going into his 30s, 35 years old, into his 40s. So it helped him out tremendously to play till about 45 years old. But I've seen some crazy, crazy highlights of Tom Brady when he was 24 years old, 25. And he absolutely got lit up harder than any quarterback I've ever seen in my life. And I'm sitting there like, damn, Tom, I didn't know you used to take hits like this. And he got up every single time. So you got to give him that credit, man. Well, I go back to that Super Bowl with the Giants, Gronk, and I was on the sidelines watching that. He And I remember Strahan telling me he never had more respect for Brady than after that Super Bowl with the punishment they gave him, and he never, ever complained. That's 100% true. And every injury that Tom ever had, too, 
He's never complained. He always found a way to get back out on the practice field the next day or to continue practice. For example, when he ripped open his hand before the Jacksonville game, the AFC Championship game, uh, I don't know, six years ago or whatever it was, I saw it happen. I mean, he, he, he screamed like like a mofo, that's for sure, <laughs> because who won it? I mean, you ripped your freaking whole thumb open. But let me tell you, it didn't hold him down. He was out there for the game, so... Nothing holds him down, man. The guy's a warrior. And uh, so if you're ever in a battle with him, you know he's going to keep battling until you freaking knock him out or freaking demolish him. So you know he's going to keep fighting for you. That's for sure. When's the last time you talked to Belichick? Uh, was actually on Tom's podcast when he retired. <laughs> so everything has to go back to Tom. So uh, I was on Tom's whatever, the podcast he does on SiriusXM. Yeah. And then uh, he was having everyone come on. He had Peyton Manny come on. And then I I started making fun of Tom with Peyton Manny saying, Tom ripped your plays off of you, Peyton Manny. That's why we were so successful. And then all of a sudden, Coach Belichick came on, too, at the same time, and then we just started bantering back and forth. It was great interaction, man. It was awesome. He's Rob Gronkowski, won four Super Bowls, and he is the host of the uh, L.A. Bowl. It'll be at SoFi. It's UCLA, Boise State. Okay, how did this happen, and what's your role in the bowl game once it starts? Yeah, so it kind of happened. I mean, they had Jimmy Kimmel as a host the last two years, and it was the first two years the L.A. Bowl was established. And uh, then, you know, uh, his contract or whatever expired, and then they are moving on to, you know, find an athlete. And they hit up my team. Uh, they hit up my management and asked if I would be, you know, interested in hosting the L.A. Bowl. And right when I, you know, heard about the L.A. Bowl and if I was interested, it definitely clicked. And you want to know why it clicked? It's because it was the bowl game that I last played my last game at the University of Arizona at with my brother, Chris. And that game was actually in Las Vegas at the, top, at the time. It was the Las Vegas Bowl, but it was the fifth place uh, Pac-10 seed versus the first place Mountain West seed. So that conference matchup has now moved to L.A. the last two years. So it's technically the last bowl game I played. Willie Tuatama over 300 yards. My brother Chris up the middle for about a 30-yard touchdown off play action. We beat BYU by 10 points, I think, and they were ranked number 17 in the country at the time. So it was my last college football game. I didn't score a touchdown. I didn't have that good of a game, but we won. It was the first time Arizona was in a bowl game in 10 years. We won the bowl game as well. So right when that clicked, wow, I get to host a bowl game. That was my last college game, and we won that bowl game. That's a no-brainer. I'm all in. Let's do it. That's cool. That's cool. Are you singing the anthem? Yes, and I will be singing the national anthem as well. We're going to have dance off, and I'll be playing. <laughs> hey, but Dan, I'm not singing the national anthem by myself, okay. so okay. I was with them, and I sung the national anthem to them, and they all started plugging their ears. I was with Julian Adelman <laughs> at the moment, and Julian Adelman goes, bro, let me take 10 more shots of tequila, and then I <laughs> So I'm going to practice. I got the words down, but I'm also singing the New Directions Veterans Choir. Okay. So it's, it's consisted of uh, men and women who have served proudly in the United States uh, military. So I'll be singing with them. So I have a little backup behind me. So, I, you know, I don't, you know, so it looks, they're making me look good. That's basically what they're Can we doing. get just a sample? I man, my throat hurts. Oh, I'll just give you. Yeah. I'll just give you the first one. Okay. Oh, say there we go. Okay, the first two words. Okay, here's the key. 
it's to be in the right key when you start. Don't start up too high or you're going to have a Carl Lewis moment where you get up way too high and you can't come back down. Start out low. Oh, say can you see? Oh, man, damn, I'm going to need you to sing it with me as well. No, no, oh, I, I, no, that'll be guilt by association. I want you to do it yourself and let you stand out. I, I don't want any blame if it doesn't go well. I'm going to ask them if I can sing the last line by myself, like have the choir just totally zip it, and then I hit the last line. Of the free, brave, free. And just, have the, just start hyping up the crowd. They would go crazy. When's the last time you hit somebody? Oh, man. Oh, man. Hit somebody. I mean, I would say the last game, uh, I would say, like, actually hit hit somebody. Do you, like, do you miss like, do you miss contact? Uh, no, not really, man. I've been having contact my whole life ever since I was four years old with my brothers in the basement playing mini stick hockey. There's actually home videos of us uh, Christmas Eve, and my mom's filming. And all of a sudden, there was such a big hit. My brother <laughs> went flying to the ground, stitches all on his face. I'm the one who leveled him. He's going to the hospital. So, like, hitting's been in my culture, in my life since I was a young kid. But man, I don't really miss it that much anymore. I love activities. I love I love the sports where there's not much contact. Volleyball, <laughs> cornhole, but the hitting wise, I got hit enough in my life. What was your second best sport? I would say I would go with uh I would say baseball all the way up until I was about 14 years old. And then I started declining big time because I think I started lifting and getting too big. I couldn't really swing that much anymore. But then basketball was my second favorite to play in high school because it was just like we had such a great atmosphere at our school. We had we had a crowd called the Green Squall and they would just come and harass the other team the whole time. They would go crazy if I dunked the ball. So basketball was a lot of fun in high school. I'm glad you're doing well. And it's weird how people keep, they push athletes or ask you, when are you going to retire? When are you going to retire? And then you retire, and then they say, when are you going to come back? It felt like now you're past that moment, that people aren't asking you on a semi-regular basis of, hey, would you come back? No, I would say the first time I retired, I got it basically every single day, wherever I went. <laughs> and then I would say the second time I retired, which was over, wow, like a year ago or whatever. Yeah. I still got it a lot. I didn't get it as much. And now I still get it, like, probably, like, once a week, maybe once every other week. But it's not at a consistent basis anymore like it was before. It was, like, every day, man. So it's gl I'm glad I'm past that. I'm glad it's not every single day because it kind of gets annoying. You're trying to do something and someone just asks you out of nowhere when you're coming back, <laughs> you know. So um, that's in the past now. And uh, just moving on, the, the I would say – I wouldn't say bigger, better things because playing football is big and it's and it's awesome to play football. But I'm moving on to great things uh, like hosting the L.A. Bowl. I'm doing the Fox Analyst stuff. So a lot of cool things like that, man, to keep me busy because you got to stay busy, man. I like having my time off. There's no doubt about it. I like having five days, doing whatever I want. But also, man, I got to work as well. And uh, staying busy is definitely a staple to keep me going. I'm worried about you getting USAA insurance, though, Gronk. I don't think you're ever going to get it. I don't. I don't think I'm ever going to get it either. And I just jumped out of the plane when we were at the Army base when I, for the Fox pregame show, when we did it at the, not the Army base, the Air Force base in Colorado. Jumped out of a plane with uh, one of the Air Force guys that had over 3,500 jumps, so I felt very safe. And uh, 
I was flipping and doing all that good stuff. I landed and then all the cadets were there as well. There was about 200 of them. And they're all asking me, does that get you USA? <laughs> and I'm like, no, it doesn't. And then the one kid was like, marry my sister. That will get you USA. <laughs> I was like, oh man, we're going to another level now. Yeah. Uh, good luck with the LA Bowl and thanks for joining us, Gronk. Hey, Dan, thanks for having me, man. December 16th, LA Bowl, Boise State versus UCLA. And uh, I don't know who I'm cheering for yet. <laughs> thanks, bud. Yes, thanks for having me, ma'am. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski. Seton, <laughs> I couldn't help but halfway through the interview think you were going to interrupt and go, Boston! Boston! <laughs> <laughs> the AU or USAA or whatever it is. Boston! <laughs> How do I get that insurance? <laughs> <laughs> and we're not quite sure if Gronk is putting us on with the way he acts, or that's just who he is? Boston! Yes, Pauline. I've always wondered if Gronk's like kind of a, a generally bright guy and just a big goofball, and that sometimes he plays it up for interviews like this, but I think he's just a 12-year-old who happens to be the best tight end of all time. Is he the best tight end of well, all time? At certain points, but it, it, I think he's a harmless goofball. Yeah. I think he's only, what, 34? Does that sound right? Is is Travis Kelsey older than Gronk? Wow. Yeah. How about that one? Boston! <laughs> Here's a question for you. Yes. Uh, Gronk and Kelsey, same age. Who is going to make more money in their deal? John Rahm or Shohei Otani? Well... I'm not, and I'm not talking about the average because Rom is supposed to be a three-year, maybe five hundred million. But <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, and then Shohei is going to be ten-year deal for five hundred and fifty or whatever. Who has more money coming to them with their current deal, John Rom or Shohei Otani? All right, last call for phone calls. What we learned. What's in store for Monday? If you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner. You'll be able to see what we take off the Traeger grills. We're back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. In case you're wondering, this is Todd Rundgren. Sing along. Marvin! Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store for Monday. Yes, Seton O'Connor. If we're continuing with the Shohei Otani game, and Shohei is going to the city of the artists that we're playing does anybody know where todd rundgren is from todd rundgren is from aka shohei otani is going to hmm todd rundgren san francisco no paulie the state of florida no todd oklahoma no there's no baseball team in oklahoma st louis missouri thank you Todd. marvin do you want to guess Cleveland. <laughs> the fella who used to occupy this chair would be very happy. Philadelphia? The fee is from Philadelphia. You're Phillies. God Rundgren. There you go. <laughs> Phillies, come on down. We haven't heard Shohei to the Phillies. Yeah, well, we just <laughs> predicted it. Yeah. Dark Horse. You're going to be surprised. Mm. Man, this uh, French dip. Ooh, boy. French dip. Weather is uh, it's sunny, but probably low 40s. And it's... Got the fire pit going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a, good. It's going to be a cool night. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. be a cool night. Mm-hmm. Let me hold mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. on the fire. Like, come on, Friday, mm-hmm. let's go. Set the vibe. Let's call for phone calls. <laughs> what we learned. Most must win game of the weekend. <laughs> the MMWGOT. Todd, I'll start with you. I think the Cowboys and Dallas have to make a statement against those Philadelphia Eagles. Seed no counter. Last week, Dan, I had the 49ers at Eagles must-win game. This week, it's Eagles-Cowboys. The Eagles must win this week. Marvin, what about you? I'm going with the Chiefs. To stay afloat in the playoff picture in the AFC, they got to beat the Chiefs. Stole mine. Paulie? The Detroit Lions are nine and three. They're at the Bears in a game they should win. They, you know, they need to win this to stay in the mix for home field advantage. And the Packers are getting a little better. Don't want to play with fire here. 
I uh, I was going to take Kansas City. They're a slight favorite against Buffalo. And I was uh, talking to a, a very uh, sharp gambler yesterday. And uh, he does the Chicken Dinner podcast. And uh, do we have some of that, Marv? You want to play it? First time I went out with Shea. Oh. It was the opening day of March Madness. So it's oh, a Thursday. God. The game started at 11.30 in the morning. At 5 o'clock, after how much boozing? A lot. He looks at me, puts his arm around my neck, and says, All right, I got a bounce. Uh, I got my daughter's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Dead serious. <laughs> That's right. And he goes, and he's gone. Yeah, yeah. She turned like two that day. And there was a, I walked into the apartment, and it was a room full of people. And they were like, Happy birthday. And I was like, Where the f*** am I? <laughs> I was out of my mind. I started drinking. I woke the bartender up. Like, at the bar, I woke him up. You were banging on the glass because the bar wasn't open yet. (laughs) That's true. Oh, that was a good day, brother. Uh, Dan Patrick takes a gamble. That's Sam, uh, who does the uh, Chicken Dinner podcast and also contributes to uh, Nesson. And uh, he's friends with Shay. Shay's back uh, stateside from uh, Austria. We lost Bad Larry. Bad Larry apparently was having surgery, phone off, blood coming down his wrist, stitches. And uh, we didn't care to follow up. Like we, like, we couldn't find him, and then all of a sudden he sent a picture, and then we were like, all right, whatever. Um, the podcast is uh, it's, it's really entertaining. What is the lead story on Monday? Todd, I'll start with you. I'm going to go, how about them Cowboys? Okay. Seton? Mm, it's definitely going to be Shohei-related, but I, I'm still sticking with Shohei stays. Okay. He stays in Anaheim. He stays in Anaheim. Wow, that would be, that'd be a shock. Marvin? Chiefs. No, Bills beat the Chiefs. Okay. Oh, okay. Paulie? As much as I'd like to pick the Pacers' big championship victory mm. parade mm. in the in-season tournament with the mm. Pacers, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the result of the Eagles-Cowboys will be the lead. I think it'll be Otani. Shohei the money. Yeah, what time? How about not well-received? Marvin gets the Heisman Trophy? What? No, he's not getting the Heisman Trophy. If he did, though, that would be the lead for sure. Marvin Harrison Jr., the third. Uh, Austin in Louisiana. Austin, thanks for holding. What can I do for you today? Hey, what up, DP? Hey, man. Third time, long time. Six one two ten. Like Happy Meek Friday. Shout out more for the Music Fridays. Uh, I'm loving those. That French dip looks fantastic. I um, I got a couple things on LeBron. I know you're on a tight tight schedule. Look, I just want everybody to not take for granted what we're seeing with the oldest player in the league right now. It's never happened before. It'll never happen again. Just a casual 35 and eight on 75 percent shooting, and he took three charges. DP. This man <laughs> has a family. Look, I'll leave you with this, Dan. If LeBron wins on Saturday night, he'll do something Michael Jordan never did. And that's leave Las Vegas with $500,000. <laughs> Great line. Wow. wow. Set him up and knock him down. Wow. Ouch. Kurt in Colorado. Hi, Kurt. What's on your mind today? Hey, I'm not a longtime listener, but that's part of my first question is when people say longtime listener, what's the criteria? Like, what's the cutoff for that? And then second question, I'm always wondering about, is it Seton that sings the salary song? No, no, that's a listener who sent that in. I think he's from Wisconsin. It's not Seton. Seton's not singing salary. I wish. I wish I had, but I'm I'm not. Uh, Longtime listener, how long is long time for you guys? Todd? At least five years? 
Mm-hmm. Five plus has ten a nice years? ring to it. I'd, I'd say at least seven. Like a long time. I'd say ten maybe. Closer to ten than five. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Five years feels like a long time to dedicate to something, though. Uh, this day in sports history. Uh, let's see. Just got one for you here. Mario Lemieux in 2000 returned to the Pittsburgh Penguins, the first ever modern owner-player in U.S. sports. He was 35 years old. And, oh, we remember this one. In Michigan, five Indiana Pacers and seven fans were charged oh, for various crimes. Man. The fight from the Pacers-Pistons game on November 19th. Of the day. Yeah, we were in Columbus, Ohio yeah. that night. Tim Tebow won the Heisman on this date. Todd, what'd you learn today? Bill Belichick giving players knucks. We could actually understand what he was saying, and he's the guest picker for Army Navy. Are we in the Twilight Zone or something? Seton? Randall said the best thing that could happen to live golf is the PGA could go through not the same deal. Marvin. Pacers, raise that banner. Paulie? USAA. Boston, Traeger's all-new Flat Rock Flat Top Grill. They got a lot of great things for uh, the holidays there, up to 20% off select grills and 15% off accessories for military members and first responders. Great people, Traeger, bringing people together. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll look forward to talking to you Monday. Everything you love about Mercedes, the style, the comfort, the technology, the choice, is now available in electric. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. The choice, all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.